listener production. Okay, are you recording? Matthew Keenan, you might be the voice of the Tour de France. You might be many things, but are you ready for the Howie Games player profile questions? We're about to find out. We are. Nicknames. Keno, as a kid growing up at school, it was mm-hmm. Crackers because I got the surname Keenan. Oh, of so course. it was after Peter Crackers Keenan. Crackers. And Crackers like cycling. But I've got a younger brother whose name is Peter, and he is permanently Crackers. Crackers. I like that. I wish I'd known that before we did the full episode. I could have called you Crackers. What's your favourite food, Crackers? Curry laksa. Ooh, okay. Can Love you, it. Can you cook? No, but my wife is half Indonesian. Her father is from Indonesia. He migrated as a 25-year-old, and laksa, love it. Love the right bit of spice. Seafood laksa is my preference. Can you cook it? I said no. Okay. I've got options. What What is your option... If, if if I'm lucky enough to come around to your place and you are trying to impress me for some unusual reason and you are cooking, what's your number one go-to? Slow-cooked lamb. Okay. Three reasons. Yeah. One, it's easy. Two, it makes the house smell warm mm. and inviting. Number three, if it's no good, I've always got a good red wine that can go with it that compensates. <laughs> the smell, my wife does a, an amazing job in the kitchen. Came home last night and the house smelled of spaghetti bolognese. Doesn't it smell beautiful? In winter? Yeah. Magnificent. Right. Three, makes it feel like home. Yeah, three people are coming now for this big lamb and red wine extravaganza. Of any time in history, alive, dead, you've met, you haven't. Who are the three that are coming? Uh, this might sound a little boring, but it, my mum passed away in 2006. Sorry to hear that. My kids were born in 2010 and 2012. I'd have my mum with my kids. Great answer. Maybe the best answer I've heard to that. Finish this sentence for me. Before you go to commentate a stage of the Tour de France on SBS, the home of the Tour de France, what is something you always do? Go to the bathroom. So in the full episode, you need to listen to the fact that Maddie's on air for five hours without a break. So do with that what you will. What was your first ever car? A Mitsubishi Sigma that I bought from my sister for $500. Was it a good investment? No, because it had a leak in fuel tank and my parents just thought I was stingy not filling the fuel up, but it turns out it had a leak. Do you reckon your sister knew that prior sale? She's got a lot to answer for. <laughs> that was your first car. What was your first job? Um, first job eating paid anything was yep. mowing the lawns at the local tennis club. Okay, what you That was paid? cash in hand, $20 to right. mow the lawns Hello at the, the tennis club. Hello to the tax department. Yeah, correct. The first time I ever had a income that resulted in paying tax was working at a local bike shop in Rosanna. Okay. What was the name of the bike shop? Rosanna Cycle Works, really creative. Still there or not? No, it's not still there. Okay. And then after that, it was Geromondo Cycles, then Ligon Cycles, then Unicycle. Right. Worked in a lot of bike shops. Why do cyclists shave their legs? The, uh, the honest answer. Yeah, because it's easy to treat the wounds when you crash. That's the primary reason. The second reason is it is easy to get massage. Okay. Aerodynamics is like way down the list. Where does just it looks good come into it? Well, that depends on your age and whether you're still racing or not and you still right. shave your legs. It kind of okay. goes to number one for some. <laughs> that was sort of where I was coming from. Um, I've never had hair on my legs, Howie. Right, I started shaving my legs when I was 14. Right. So a couple of times I've gone like a month without shaving my legs and it's, who are you? I don't recognise myself. <laughs> my wife doesn't know who I am. You've got, I would imagine, what you think is the best job in the world. If you could swap jobs with someone, who would it be? I'd love to be a coach. I'd swap with Darren Cahill. Tennis coach? Yeah, but I don't have any capability to do that okay. job. Why did you choose Killer? Oh, I think he is a brilliant coach. And what he did with Leighton Hewitt, then with Andre Agassi. Um, Simona Hallop. Simona Hallop. Mm. And you know, now he's working with Yannick Sinner. And his father was a brilliant coach as well. I, don't, I can't remember how many premierships he coached at Port oh, Adelaide. I should get him on the show. Oh, I reckon he's amazing. And I love that he's, he's a psychology 
coach as much as he is a tennis coach. Right. Yeah, I think he's awesome. Best piece of advice you've received? A life is 10% what happens to you, 90% what you do about it. Which is more of that in the full episode. What are the two most used apps on your phone? Be some weird cycling geeky thing, I think, but anyway, we'll find out. Duolingo is number one. Oh, yeah, well, that's very good. That's with the little owl on it, isn't it? Yeah. Very good. Yeah, I'm at 1,610 days consecutively. Are you? In what language? In French. That's where you get all the little rewards. and Yeah. Yeah, okay. Perseverance. The other app. I, I might have got to 14 days of Spanish, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I probably haven't got so many rewards. The other app that I use a lot, particularly when I'm driving, the AFL app. I do. Yeah, I love, you know, it's... It's you know, the, the escape like it is yep. for everybody else. And football's tribal. I've grown up in Melbourne. It's tribal. And as yeah. you mentioned in the main episode also, you're a Carlton fan. Yeah. Best gift you have received? That's a good question. Mm. Best gift I have received? The bike that I got for Christmas when I thought I didn't get a bike and mum turned the lights on because the bike has steered my life in the direction it is now. Great answer. I wouldn't be where I am without that bike for Christmas. Are you a concert goer? Not really. Have you ever been to a concert? Yeah, I have. What's the best concert you've been to? The first one. Which was? Public Enemy Festival Hall. Oh, Nineteen ninety. Hardcore stuff right there. Yeah. yeah. Public Enemy at Festival Hall. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, okay, what are you currently listening to then? You, you spend a lot of time driving when the tour's on, etc. I suppose son's got a playlist that he's put together with all his little music. He's 12 uh, yep. and he's, uh, he's, no, he's not. He's 11. And he's quite into his music. I'm not a massive music listener, but I like, you know, I like um, Hilltop Hoods, Jurassic Five, like, but I also like Tim Rogers and okay. um, I'm not a, I love the In Excess for some reason. Mm. I really like In Excess mm. at the moment because it reminds me of when I was a kid, a bit nostalgic. You've seen the movie Air? No, is this the Jordan one? Yeah, you've got to see it. I want the the soundtrack to that. Okay. That's the soundtrack to our youth. It's a good tip. It's a good one. I love that. Do you listen to podcasts? Yeah. Give me a recommendation. Recommendation on a podcast, um, the No Stupid Question. Okay. Which What's is it? one by the guy that started Freakonomics with this other psychologist, um, Angela Duckworth. And it's American, but it's really good. I quite enjoy that. I listen to all of Ben Crow's podcasts. Oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah, Mojo Espresso. His podcasts are brilliant. Um, yeah, I'd go with those. Does Lance still do his one that I the found move. myself? Yeah. Yeah, but you know the funny thing about it? So the, like that was a day-to-day summary of the tour. He and- knows nothing about cycling, nothing apart from trying to win the yellow jersey. Right. Like he was that tunnel vision. He doesn't know how the green jersey works. He doesn't know how you win the King of the Mountains classification. He doesn't know about any of the other elements of the sport. He just knows about the yellow jersey. Huh. It kind of summarises his one-track mind from when he was racing. Does he float around at the tour or is he person non grata? Correct. He is person okay. non grata. But he's, he's good, mate, George Hencapper. He was yeah. in Australia recently. Oh, was he? Yeah, I did a big interview with George and he spoke openly about the doping and all those sorts of things. And you know, he still loves riding his bike and he and I had a hit of tennis at Melbourne Park. It's good go. fun. Did you beat him? Mm. Good. <laughs> uh, what are you currently watching apart from cycling okay. on SBS? Uh, SBS got some good shows, actually. I yeah. started watching one on SBS. Did you watch Alone? Yes. That was good, huh? I've been a big fan. I watched the Tasmanian one. Mm. Loved it. Yeah, that wasn't was good. a great deal of food down there for them. No, I felt. 
Good show. My 11-year-old loves it. There's another one at the moment on SBS um, where you can watch the Tour de France. Uh, It's made by the creators of Peaky Blinders. Oh, right. It's set in the First World War. Good okay, show. I'll have to I have a look. I know the name of it. Yeah. But anyway, the what other are you one watching? That, it doesn't have to be on SBS. Okay, Parental Guidance. Oh, I haven't seen that. What's that? Oh, it's this guy, Dr. Justin Coulston. Yep. Um, and it's a reality TV show essentially, but it's you know, a bunch of families and what their parenting style is uh, and you know, he kind of talks about what works and what doesn't work and, you know, as – a father of two kids. We find it really entertaining watching it with our kids. And there was one, one incident on the first episode recently. A couple of the kids were behaving really badly and my 11-year-old is giggling at them as if, oh, how bad. Uh, that that's behaviour shocking. And then we asked him to take his dishes up to the kitchen. Blow up! Exactly <laughs> the same as what we just saw on the television. How long do you reckon you'd last on alone, Tasmania style? I think the, the winner's got a... 50-odd days? No, no chance. I, don't, I'm, I'm not a, I didn't go camping as a kid. Would you eat the eel? Yeah. Okay. What about... Have you gone yum char in Springvale? Yeah. Duck tongue, chicken's feet. I can eat all those bits and pieces. No problem. Okay. But it's got to be cooked. Yeah. Uh, I would really struggle on alone. Mm. Yeah. What about the lo- the actual, the, that alone element? No, Beyond I, quite the food? Like, I quite like being by myself. I, the cold would get me. It wasn't yeah. so cold in Tassie. The yeah. cold would get me though. Yeah. Good show. Favourite movie of all time? Oh, it's a, a Pulp Fiction. I quote oh, Pulp yeah. Fiction a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Oh, well, allow me to retort. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? What? What country are you from? What? what? What ain't no country I ever heard of. They speak English and what? You know, I loved The Basketball Diaries. Yes. Which was a documentary-style series. That was brilliant. And you know, anything by Guy Ritchie. Mm. I love Snatch. all the Snatch is great. great. Yeah. Snatch, yeah. great film. What, when you were in Rosanna growing up, and a lot of competition for the TV at your place with, would you say there were seven of you? Yeah, seven kids. Seven kids. What were you watching after school? Family Ties. Oh, Michael J. Fox, of course. How Michael good was it? It was great. I yeah. really liked Family Ties. It was wholesome and we were allowed to watch it. Yes. But we were... How'd the song go, Matt? No. Come on. No, we're not going, we're <laughs> not going, we're not going there. I bet we've been together for a million years. And I bet we'll be together for a million more. But the, the show that I loved watching my parents watch was The Two Ronnies. Ah, yes. So a lot of the gags were beyond me. They used to finish on the chair at the end, yes. didn't they? The big chair and the little chair. Yeah. Yeah, and it's goodbye from him and it's goodbye yes. from me. And I didn't understand a lot of the gags, but it was infectious watching mum and dad laugh. Yes. So I was laughing at them laughing at the two Ronnies. Most what we would call famous person you've met or person of celebrity that you've met that's made an impression on you. Oh, Paul Sherwin, who we spoke about in the main body, but he made a huge impression on me. Um, he's the main one. Obviously, Phil has had a big impression on me as well. I've been... Really lucky with some of the role models that are, that I've had around me, but in terms of famous people that I've had that sort of interaction with, I'd go with those guys. One of the things you're lucky with at the Tour de France is meeting some yeah. famous people. Well, get, drop, drop a couple of names on me, like cycling people that we would know. Uh, I rem- when I was still doing the warm-up act to Phil and Paul and Lance Armstrong returned to the Tour de France, Hollywood came to Did the tour. It. And I'd always go to the bathroom 10, 15 minutes before. So I ducked out to the bathroom and I've walked in. There's this guy sitting in my seat. Uh, excuse me, mate. I'm the, he's turned around and it was Ben Stiller. He was about to go on the NBC coverage You're with kidding. Phil and Paul. So I had to tell Ben Stiller to get out of my seat. <laughs> That's good. And then there was another stage the following year, 2010. It was a stage in a Bordeaux and 
I was sitting there, Phil and Paul were commentating at this point. It's down near the back end of the stage, about 15 k's to go, and these big burly security guards walk in. It's clear. We're going to have two people come and sit in here. And two people have walked in, Cameron Diaz and Tom Cruise. Really? They were over there promoting their movie Night and Day. I love Cameron Diaz. Mm. And then they were about to do the presentation of the podium for the stage winner. So they had to stay somewhere where they weren't going to get completely hounded because they were just getting mobbed by the press. There's 2,000 accredited journalists on the Tour de France. They were getting mobbed. (laughs) So my commentary box was the only quiet spot that was right next to the podium presentation area. So for about 15 minutes, I had Cameron Diaz and Tom Cruise asking me questions about the Tour de France. Oh, was Cameron wonderful? Yeah. Actually, I was really impressed with Tom Cruise. He was genuinely inquisitive because he wanted to be there when he was up on the podium knowing what he was talking about. Yeah, right. There you go. Mm. Uh, Do you have any superstitions? No. Okay. Have you got a book recommendation for me? Jessica by Bryce Courtney is a good one. I really enjoyed that book. I think I've probably read that one. Yeah, I just finished reading Ash Barty's book, which I really oh, I enjoyed. Oh, I read that. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Have you read The Wheelmen? No. It's a cycling one. No, I it's haven't. It's good. Yeah, no, I haven't read that. Okay. I like reading autobiographies. Yeah, okay. Yeah, generally autobiographies is more my go. You I read... tried to read a bit of the Jack Reacher stuff, but... I'll give you three cracking autobiographies in sport. Go. Agassi. Read it. Possibly Loved the it. best sports book best, ever written. Best autobiography of all. The honesty in o- it. Open. Open. Total Recall, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Elite. So going back to your question earlier on about who would you have over for dinner, Yeah. my plan B if it's not mum with my kids, Arnold's at dinner. Right. Have you read Total Recall? With John McEnroe. Yeah, Arnie, John and who? And Barack Obama. Okay, that's a good dinner. That's a good dinner. I preferred your mum with the kids. but um, So no, there's an Arnie doco now that's out on Netflix. I've just started watching it. Did you watch Pumping Iron? Yes. Come on, uh, after, he's got spaghetti arms already. I watched Pumping Iron after reading Total Recall. And the third one, okay. I was going to give you three, uh, the Mike Tyson biography. I'd like to read that. Unbelievable book. Bucket list destination. You go to a lot of places with your job, somewhere you haven't been that you'd like to go? Antarctica. Antarctica. Favourite holiday spot? Bright. Bright? Yeah. In Victoria. So you like the cold joints? No, it's beautiful. Oh, man. We go there twice a year as a family. And as soon as I get off the Hume Highway and make that turn and, you know, heading out towards, it's 80 k's from the turn off mm-hmm. in a bright, everything just relaxes. And the kids get more freedom. They can ride their bike down to the shops without, you know, we can't do that really in Melbourne because I don't trust the roads. Mm-hmm. They can go off to, they get their independence. There's no device time because there's so much other stuff to do outdoors. I go for a bike ride each morning. There's an activity that we can always do as a family. Um, I've had lots of birthdays up there like paragliding off Mystic Mountain. There's been mountain bike national championships up there, ridden bike races up there. Used to go there on training camps with my mates. Now I go there with my family, take the Lilo and go down the Ovens River. I just love the place. What if anything scares you? Failure. And I think that is what holds a lot of us back, mm. actually trying something and failing at it. And that's one of the reasons why I was really bad at school as a kid. Because if I don't try and I get bad results, it doesn't matter. I haven't put myself out there. But if I try and I'm no good, maybe I'm stupid. Yes. So confronting my own fear of failure. Especially in your job, right? This is the most important one for you, Matthew. This is the one you need to look me in the eye. This you are answering as the voice of cycling as a father, as a husband, as a Carlton supporter, as a proud Victorian. Matthew Keenan, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Definitely yes. 
Bang, I told you it's our man, Tommy. I told you we needed to get this man on the show from SBS. He can talk about being the world's best cycling commentator, but he likes his pineapple on his pizza. It's savoury meets sweetness. See, I was concerned that you with your Euro mates would try and give me the no. No. But you finished well, Matty. Your full episode is out next week. People can currently watch you on SBS every night on the world-class coverage of the Tour de France. Thanks for joining me on the Howie Games. Full episode next week. It's going to blow people's socks off. Well done. Thanks, Howie. The 109th edition of the Tour de France now is officially... <laughs>